What's up? This is Jonathan Smith, your host here at Shooting the Schmidt. Just finished recording with my guy T-Lang. He's on the entire pod. He's great. This whole podcast is great. I know you're going to enjoy it. Thank you for listening. Here we go. We got the man, the myth, the legend, the only former Henderson State ready pitcher who didn't feel the wrath of my power at the plate, Taylor Langston. <laughs> yeah, the only, the only one, the only one. What's, What's going, going on, buddy? On, Dude, I am. I'm so good. I'm better now, man. I haven't talked to you in a while. When you hit me up and asked to come on, I was like, oh yeah, this this has to happen. I know you're always prepared. You were showing me your sheet before we got going, so I'm I'm ready for this, man. And oh yeah, I, I turned I turned down Colin and Shannon Sharp this week just to come on here. So I mean, you know, priorities. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, let's be honest. This is better than Colin and whatever Shannon Sharp is putting out. So <laughs> I mean, we're just being honest here. <laughs> All right, oh, without a doubt. So let's start with last night tip off of the NBA season. Um, I know you're talking a little bit about the Nuggets and Lakers off off the air before we hopped on here. Um. What a disappointing showing from Anthony Davis. Yeah. Zero points in the second half, obviously. I mean, just – I don't know. It was it was not not fun to watch. Um, expecting them to be better and Nuggets to be worse, and, you know, we were wrong. I mean, it's one game, a lot, a lot of time left. LeBron only played like 29 minutes, even though that's probably going to be the standard this year, at least until the playoffs roll around. But if that is the standard, then Anthony Davis has to show up in the second half. Yeah, I mean that's unacceptable. Uh, I mean he just that, that I don't know. And do you think it's more of Suns or you think it's more the uh, Lakers just didn't play good? Or do you think it's more the Nuggets played well? I think it's more of I think look, Jokic was awesome as he always is, and I just think it's a lack of aggressiveness from Anthony Davis. Like, look, Jokic is great. But he's great because of his offensive game, not because of what he brings to the defensive end of the floor. Even though he re- he's a fantastic rebounder, that's about it. And, look, Anthony Davis could have gotten a shot whenever he wanted to in the second half, and he just didn't. Yeah, defensive player of the year, Jokic, coming in. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I'll be honest, like, I, I watched the Lakers-Nuggets. I wasn't super interested in that game. It was the Suns and Warriors after. And... My biggest overreaction, I think, from night one is Moses Moody needs to play more than Klay Thompson for the Warriors to be an NBA title-level team. Because I, I don't know how much you watched of that game. I know that was the late game. So pretty much Draymond Green, you know, he's doing the interview because he didn't play last night. And he says that in order for them to win the title, they have to be a top-10 defensive team. And in order for that to happen, like, Klay Thompson's not not the defender that he was after the Achilles in, in the knee surgery. And on top of that, he's not the same offensive player he was. Like Moses Moody, not not that much of a drop-off offensively, and he's a better defender and a better rebounder. And if you're going to play as small as the Warriors are this year, you need the extra rebounding that Moses Moody is going to give you. What do you what do you kind of think about that? No, I, I agree 100%. I mean, I didn't see Moody play hardly at all in the fourth quarter. He only had 18 minutes. Um, I was expecting, being an Arkansas fan, him to really make a jump this year and get a lot of PT and, and he looked just, good in those yeah. know, in the 18 minutes. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, 11 points in 18 minutes. I mean, that's that's a 20, 20 point per game guy right there. If you give him give him solid minutes, so it's just you know need to talk to Steve about that one. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me call him when we're done. Let me just let me just call Steve real quick. Like, hey, Steve. Yeah. Uh, what, I, what did you think about Chris Paul? I like How him, he man. Did. He the shooting obviously wasn't there last night. But I think he's going to be really good for Kaminga, especially. Um, he's a little small, doesn't defend well, uh, just being older. But I think for the second unit, in terms of the regular season, I think he's going to be really good for those th- those younger guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I mean, him. it seemed like he's going to help Clay out a lot as well. Just, I mean, he's going to put it where you need it, coming off screens, uh, just the one play there in the fourth. Um, you know, Clay popped a three and – yeah, I mean, this is – I think Chris Paul is going to be a good addition. I don't know if he's going to put them over the top, per se, but I think he'll make them better. Uh, you never know. Play Moses and get Draymond Green back, and they might, you know, might be a different game. But They're – I'm so – I'm excited to see what they do when Draymond Green's back just because you hear a lot about how complicated the Warriors' offense is. And obviously a guy like Chris Paul, smart, intelligent basketball player, he fits into that really well. He passes the ball well, which is what with, – when Golden State's at their best, it's when the ball's popping around, not when Steph's running screen and roll. And so bringing a guy in like Chris Paul to help the ball move the way that they want it to, I think is where he's really going to help them. And that's only going to get better when Draymond Green comes back from the the ankle sprain. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, what what happened to Andrew Wiggins? Like – has he? Have we seen him since the finals two years ago? Yeah, well, he had the personal stuff going last year, so he missed like the last twenty games of the regular season. And then you know it's tough to go from not playing for a couple months to playing in the playoffs. And yeah, yeah. but yeah, you're right though. He hasn't been as good. Um, you know, they said it during the broadcast last night. I mean, he was the second best player on on, on that finals team. And mm-hmm. if the Warriors want to win the title, like he's probably going to have to be the second best player again. Yeah, so. yeah, and I, I give him a pass for last year, but I mean, last night I was expecting a big night from him and ten points in twenty-seven minutes. Like that's just yeah. that's not Andrew Wiggins of two years ago. And I'd love to see him get back to the way he was. And that's I think that they need that for to take the next step. Without a doubt, without a doubt. So, but look, it's game one. Got eighty-one games left, and I don't know about you, but there are specific things I want to see this NBA season. So I had you write down three. I have three as well. Uh, I will let you go first. What are? Give me the first one. We'll go. We'll, we'll 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 go back and forth here. First one, big surprise here, uh, especially me being a Spurs fan. I mean, Wimby. How can you not be excited to watch Wimby? Uh, the full. I'm sure everybody's seen it on Twitter. The one minute highlight of you know him, three block shot, steal, dunk. I mean, just that whole clip. That's. I'm so pumped for that. Uh, you know, he, he's going to be really fun to watch. I think they got a, a solid young core around him, you know, um, with – so, Shohan, so how do you say uh, Jeremy – what's his – Shohan, yeah, yeah. Shohan, okay. So, him, Keldon Johnson, I really like those two around him. Still think they need more pieces as well, but, I mean, I think Wimby's going to be awesome. So pumped to see him play. Yeah, totally. Um, he's – I think the biggest story to start the season, because look, look, they 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 played a night at nine thirty. I'm staying up to watch, um, and every, everybody's gonna be tuned in. My my wife who enjoys college basketball, I made her watch 
the the Spurs preseason game against the Warriors. And, you know, you're talking about the one-minute clip where he, like, blocks the Andrew Wiggins three, takes off, and then hits a three. And he's just – he's so good. And I told her last night, I was like, hey, like, the Spurs are playing the Mavericks tomorrow night. She was like, oh, does that mean that Wimby's going to be on TV? And I was like, yeah. She was like, well, I'm going to stay up then. And I was like, okay, yeah, like, there you go. All right. Oh, my gosh. So, Man. I'm excited for him, too. Uh, speaking of Spurs Mavs, my – one of the things that one of the three things I want to see this year, I want to see Kyrie Irving have a normal season. He hasn't had a normal season since he was in Cleveland in 2017, and he's still a really good basketball player. But because of all the you know off the court stuff and the not playing games and all that, like we, it's like we've forgotten that. And on top of that, like the Western Conference is loaded this year. There are so many good teams. Uh, it seems like Luca was really motivated in the offseason after the disappointing season last year. And it's like, with Luka alone, like, this team should win 40 games. But if Kyrie can play to a normal Kyrie level and play, you know, 65 games, this team could host a, a first-round series in, in the playoffs. Like, they, they can be that good. It just all falls into, you know, Kyrie and how he's going to behave, which doesn't bode well for us Maverick fans. But I just I just want to see him have a normal season. Yeah, I can see that. But where I'll where I'll fight back on that is, I, I'm I would love to see the Mavs be good. But why has Kyrie you know not had a normal season since 2017? Because of Kyrie pulling Kyrie things. Like it's just I don't know if he's. I hope he changes for the Mavs' sake, but I wouldn't count on it. I mean, oh, I'm not. I do think <laughs> <laughs> I think the lively pickup is huge though. I mean, he's looked great. Um, it, you know, he may start off slow being young, but I think he's. Yeah, like what they need in there. They've got good pieces, and they need a second scoring option. Like Kyrie is supposed to be that, and if he is that, then is there a better scoring backcourt in the NBA? No, I don't. No. Yeah, and so if he can just be normal, like which is hard for Kyrie, um, then this should be a really good basketball team. So, yeah. and the, and the well, Mavs I'm... haven't been good since 2011, and I'm kind of tired of it. So, come on. Grant Williams pickup, I like that. Yeah, uh, I love the the Omax Prosper pickup. Um, talk about guys who are going to start slow. I think, you know, by, you know, the All Star break, he should be the solid defender that 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 Dallas wants him to be. And if these guys come along and Kyrie, like I said, is normal, like this should be a really good team, and and a loaded Western Conference. Oh yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt, I I could see it. I hope for it for you as a Mavs fan, but you know, I wouldn't. I'm not getting on ZG at the grapevine and putting all my money on uh, the Mavs, without a doubt. Definitely not. What's your uh, What's your next one? Number two, um, I have Florida teams. Uh, hear me out here. Really interested to see, you know, how the Heat gel with – it's got to be tough um, being Tyler Hero, getting talked about being traded, uh, not being there last year for the, you know, the finals run. Uh, thinking, oh, yeah, we're better without him. Just, I, I don't know. I feel like he really got beat down a lot the past eight months. Um, and excited to see how he bounces back and, you know, with all the Dame trade stuff. But, them also super excited to see the Magic play. Um, you know, I saw they've got two top 75 players in the NBA, maybe top 50 between Wagner and Paulo, and Love a lot Paolo. of great young pieces around them. Obviously, you know, Anthony Black probably a top 50 player after this year as well, <laughs> but 
um, you know, Suggs, Fultz, Jonathan um, Isaac, if he can stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they got really good pieces and you know, it, something's got to change if they don't at least like make the playoffs this year. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that after the thunder, you can make an argument that the magic have the best young roster in the league. They just, they're so talented. And I'm with you. I love Paulo. I'm, I would have taken number one last year. Um, Wagner, obviously, he was awesome during the 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 FIBA World Cup. You know, bringing it home for Germany. Um, they should be really good. They are a large part of why I got league past them and the Spurs. I want to watch those two teams play, and I'm so excited for it because, like you said, like this team's really talented, and if they can put it together, then they should be pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah, and I mean, it's I don't know. It, I think Paulo. I was thinking last night. He's got to be. I think by the end of the year, he's a top fifteen player in the league. Oh wow! Um, I, but I mean, I don't know. I think. I don't know. I don't know if Dame is going to be, you know, top fifteen after the. I think he's still great, but he's kind of on the decline. Um, players in that. Watching Devin Booker last night, I was like, okay, Paulo's really going to have so to take good. a step to pass Devin him. Devin Booker's so but, good. Yeah, I mean, he played so well, but. I don't know. That's my prediction there. I think Paulo's top fifteen player after this after this uh, this year, and I, I don't know. See, I want to see how much center he plays this year because he is 6'10", 250 pounds, and yeah. he can play center. That's what they had him do um, with with Team USA, and apparently Steve Kerr and all those guys raved about him at the five spot. Um, probably should have played a little more five since you know Jaron Jackson Jr. can't rebound. Uh, I don't know how much of the I don't know how much of the FIBA World Cup you watched, but Jaron Jackson Jr. rebounding out of the center spot is not not, not what you want. Um, no, no, no. They need Stephen Adams. That's right, and he's he's hurt. He's he's out for the year, yeah. so it's going to be yeah. interesting to see what Memphis does. Um, yep. But yeah, the Magic, the Heat, they they should both be a lot of fun. Um, can never count out the Heat, Coach Spo, and those guys. They're they're always ready. But mm. my second one, we're staying in the South. I want to see Zion Williamson stay healthy because as loaded as the Western Conference is, do do you remember when the Pelicans were the one seed in the West <laughs> and Zion was healthy and they looked really good? And look, when he's healthy, he's one of the 20 best players in the league, plus Brandon Ingram, plus C.J. McCollum. They've got a lot of good role players there as well. Like they could, They could be the one seed if Zion stays healthy the entire year. 100%. It seems like... It seems like Chris Paul was on the Pelicans team that was last in first place. It seems like that's been so long ago, <laughs> but it was literally the beginning of last year. I mean, I love Zion. I almost put that in mind, but Zion, he's got to, like you say, he's got to stay healthy. Uh, got great pieces around him, too. It's, I'd love to see him take a jump, stay healthy, and be a top 10 player. Be a top 10 player. I like it. Especially, he should be so good on both ends. And I just, I want to see it. Like, there was so much hype for him coming out of Duke, and we haven't seen it yet because he doesn't play. Um, no. But hopefully, hopefully this is the year. Hopefully this yeah, is the we, year. You know, it's, it seems like he's got a lot going on off the court. His legs may not be under him fully. <laughs> you know, he may, may need to slow down a little bit in uh, some aspects of his life. Jeez. But, you know. God, but, I forgot uh, about that. Yeah, that all happened. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird how that just gets – you know, forgot on the road. You, don't even, you forget all about it. Yeah. Well, you know, if he got suspended like twenty five games for it, then I don't. I don't think we'd we would forget it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, we we haven't forgot about John. I mean, 
that's another intriguing team. I mean, I don't know all these all these teams. It's I think last year I want to say I remember you and ZG maybe talking about it the most intriguing NBA season of just storylines and I think this year tops it in my opinion. Oh yeah, just I would agree all across the board. I would agree. What's your yeah. what's your last one? Number three, I had written down Lakers and Nuggets, but after watching last night, <laughs> I'm sick of Anthony Davis. I, I'm I'm making a pivot here. Really excited to see the Thunder, and I'm sure a lot of people, you know, would expect that. But um, I don't know. I think they got really good pieces. Um, I will say it was scary seeing Wimby versus Chet because Chet looked tiny for some reason. He looked um, short, and that's how big Wimby is. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean Chet when he played against Arkansas two years ago, he looked like. I mean, he looked Monster. like I don't even. Yeah, yeah, and just he may not have played that great, but he still looked huge out there, looked tiny next to Wimby. Um, so that kind of concerned me, but, you know, who's not going to look tiny next to Wimby? So That's won't fair. hold that against him. Really excited for that. Uh, good starting five. Isaiah Joe off the bench. Uh, Jalen Williams off the bench. Arkansas Jalen Williams. Um, and then, you know, a lot of other pieces off the bench as well. But I'm really pumped to see them. They they should be good. They're another young fun team. What what's the ceiling for them? I, I think the West is too good. I I do. I think I think they may get a top six seed in the West, but that's kind of what I'm just, thinking. I think they're they're a four seed at best if they have a really good year and they stay healthy. I think they can be a four seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because I don't know people. I mean, there's so many. Kings, Pelicans, like teams like that that you don't think about as Warriors, Lakers, Nuggets, Suns. I mean, yeah, the, and the West is loaded. Oh my god! Which makes it and, so tough to predict everything. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What what's your third? This is the one I want to see more than anything because we talked a lot a lot about the Western Conference and how interesting it is because there's so many good teams. Meanwhile, the Eastern Conference, look, it's Milwaukee and it's Boston and it's everybody else. Unless, like, unless, you know, Joel Embiid gets upset and gets traded to, like, the Knicks or the Heat, unless something like that happens, it's just Boston-Milwaukee. Or former third overall pick Evan Mobley can take it can take a leap on offense. If that happens, I think Cleveland could compete for the East. Now, I went, I watched the Pacers' final, final preseason game the other night. And I, I was there. I was in person. I was watching Mobley. I gotta be honest. I don't know if it's gonna happen. He, he didn't look great. But if it happens, the East becomes so much more interesting. And Evan Mobley is already a great defender. Uh, does a lot for Cleveland defensively. If he can kind of bring it along offensively, then they could be a real threat in, in the East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good one. I mean, I just don't know how it's gonna work. With you're already hearing Donovan Mitchell once out. Um, or, you know, he wants to be out of there. After, he won't resign. You know, and so that's kind of tough. But but winning yeah. cures everything, you know? If they go to, like, the Eastern Conference Finals, you can convince them to run it back, maybe. Maybe. It is Cleveland. That's, who wants to, who wants to you know, in the in the words of Joe Kim Noah, who wants to vacation in Cleveland? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Caleb stuck around for a long time, even when he, uh, he shouldn't have. He did. So he must have loved it. But now he's in South Beach, and he's like, this is so much better. I'm so much happier. <laughs> I, I see the Surprise. sun every day, you know? Surprise, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm glad. I really am glad that, you know, obviously everybody's thinking 
three most intriguing storylines are going to be Suns, Celtics, Bucks. Neither one of us had any of them in there, so that's yeah. Well, those, that's those awesome. are easy. We we're, yeah. we're we're deep thinkers over here. That's what we are. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I, and granted, after watching the Suns last night, I really I thought about putting the Suns in there, but I mean, they're I'm excited to see them when Bill gets back, and then that's when uh, we'll know. What about, yeah, yeah. But I mean, Booker looked great Booker last looks. night, and KD didn't look like he had his best game, but. I mean, okay. you only need one of them to be. Re- really quick, and then we're going to move on to the uh, NFL. Uh, would you rather have B- Booker or Tatum? Oh, um, I'd say my heart says Booker, but my mind says Tatum just because, I mean, neither one of them. If Booker had a championship, I'd say Booker, but uh, neither one of them have I don't know. I'm saying Tatum personally, but uh, even with his playoff woes sometimes, but I don't know. I'm probably saying Tatum, yeah. What about you? I don't know. Because it's been Tatum for a long time, but Booker's so good, man. I, I think I think I'd take Booker. Uh, I think he's a better shooter. Um, I think in the playoffs, he just looks more competitive. You know what I mean? Like, he just seems like he has something a little extra to him that Tatum doesn't have. Yeah, yeah. No, I can see that. He, I think he's definitely got the, he's got more of the killer, the killer instinct. But I think Tatum, I still, I think Tatum can get there. Or, yeah, I don't know. I, that's a good point. You may maybe change my mind here. Hey, there we go. There we go. <laughs> okay, let's let let's let's move on to the NFL, and. You know, as I was thinking about the, the topics that I, I wanted to discuss, I was like, what is something that we can talk about where there's like, you know, a main thing, but we also cover multiple other things, right? Are the Chiefs and the Eagles just a cut above everybody else? I I think they are, but, but before I, I explain, I'll I'll let you go. Um, personally, I I think the I think the Chiefs um you know, if you had more consistency out of the wide receiver position, I'd say they are. Um, but, no, I don't think they are just because I think even though their defense is elite, we haven't seen Patrick Mahomes quite to the level he's normally been at, it doesn't seem like. Um, that's just because he has nobody to throw the ball to, it seems like. But um, So I think if they get a wide receiver, Rasheed Rice continues to progress. I think, you know, they will be the best team in the AFC you know, without a doubt, but I think NFC wise, I don't think, I think the Eagles, you know, with the addition of Kevin Byard, that was kind of their only, you know, weak spot was the, you know, the back end of the defense. So I think that could help them, but I'm still, I still think the Niners, I'm still holding out hope for my Niners. So. Okay. I, I think they both are. And I think with Kansas city, you know, it's Kansas City, right? So we're going to talk about Andy Reid, and we're going to talk about Patrick Mahomes, and we're going to talk about Taylor Swift, and we're going to talk about Travis Kelsey, and we're going to talk about the offense and all that really, really cool stuff. But they have one of the best defenses in the NFL. It's really good. They're giving up 15 points a game. That's second in the NFL to the Ravens, who are at like 13.9. And look, I know you said you don't think Mahomes has been as good. Uh, part of that being that the receivers aren't as good. But I have faith 
and the Chiefs to score 15 points a game. And the one game that they lost was to a really good Lions team. They lost 21-20. to uh, Kadarius Toney has the worst game of his life. Travis Kelsey doesn't play. And, I mean, like, they're so much better than everybody else. And, you know, as a Dolphins fan, it's great. That's what people want to talk about, you know, and the speed and, like, all the flashiness from them and all that. But, look, it's the Chiefs, and I think they're above everybody else. Maybe the Ravens can catch them because, you know, it's, you know, they've we played, you know, seven games and teams get better, guys get hurt. Uh, I think the Ravens could catch them, especially if they look the way they did on Sunday against the Lions. Golly. Um, maybe, maybe Miami, you know, when they get Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard and all their, all, all their guys back, maybe them, but man, like, the Chiefs look awesome. I think with the Eagles, I think it's the same thing. They're ridiculously talented, and Jalen Hurts is so much better than Brock Purdy. I think that's ultimately the, the difference for me. Like the Eagles are six and one, and they have a negative turnover differential on the season. Like that's it's hard to be six and one when you've turned the ball over as much as they have. They should clean that up at some point, and I think when that happens, they're going to be really tough to beat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds crazy to say, yeah, the Chiefs have a, you know, a top five defense and or the number two scoring defense in the league right now. And they have Patrick Mahomes as their quarterback and they're not, you know, head and shoulders above everybody else in the conference. So I definitely see that. I think it's Pat Mahomes. He's going to figure it out. He's going to be fine. But, you know, I think the Ravens, like you said, I still think, you know, the way that Lamar's playing right now, you know, if he can stay healthy, he's got all the weapons. I think they could still make a push, um, you know, and then also, I mean, the Dolphins when they get healthy, but as well, you know, shout out ZG. I think the Bengals, you know, they haven't looked great. Um, Joe Burrow's been, you know, still battling injury. I think they're still going to make a push at the end of the year. And, you know, they kind of have the chief's number. So they do. I'm not counting them out, but, um, Niners, hey, quick thing about the Niners, okay? Yeah, I I, I want to talk about the Niners. So, yeah, what do, so, you, what, what, what do you have on them? Week six and seven last year, lost both games. Week six and seven this year, lose both games. You know, go on to win out the rest of the regular season. So, you know, we've seen this before, just a midseason lull. It's okay. They'll be back, get Trent Williams back, get Debo back. I think – I still think they're the best team in the NFC personally. Um that's a little Homer-ish, you know, but uh, that's just my opinion. I, I still think they're better than the Eagles when they're healthy. Um, not giving up on Brock. I think he just had two two stinker games. Well, I mean, um, I, I think the issue is, like, I, the last two games I've have been flipped, right? Like, the first three quarters, he struggles against Cleveland. Fourth quarter, kind of figures it out, gets him into field goal, in, into field goal range. The the kicker misses the field goal. Fine, whatever. And then Minnesota, he looked so good through the first, you know, three and a half quarters, and then he throws two bad interceptions late. And there's, you know, Debo wasn't playing. And I don't know, man. I I like Brock Purdy. I think he's a good starter, but not on the same level as guys like Hertz. And he's like a level below those guys. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the quarterback position is just—it's so important. Like, you know, I, I used to think that you know, if you have a top eight quarterback in the NFL, 
you can win the Super Bowl. And I, it, it might honestly just be like top five. If you don't have one of the five best quarterbacks, it's really hard to win. If you don't have Pat Mahomes, it's really hard to win. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it feels like, honestly, at this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, I still think, I mean, even though it was four years ago with them making the Super Bowl with Jimmy G, I think Brock's definitely better than Jimmy G. I think the team they have around him right now is better than that Niners team. I'd agree. Um, and so that's kind of where I'm at. I, I still think, you know, even Mahomes is going to have a couple stinkers throughout the year. Uh, heck, Josh Allen has a stinker every every other week. So, you know, <laughs> Brock Purdy's allowed to have two in his first 16 starts. So we'll 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 allow it. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. That's right. And that's the other thing too, right? He started. 12 games and he's 10 and 2. So like we we can't rip him that much, right? Yeah. All right. I mean, what what about Julio Jones? I mean, is that a I mean, how man, he's so irrelevant old. of a pickup is that? He's so old, man. You know, like <laughs> this was like, you know, 7 years ago, like, oh, dude, I'm juiced. I'm like, "Hey, let's go." Yeah, um, move the line. Yeah. Move the line. Yeah. <laughs> we got Julio. But yeah, but now it's just like, eh, you know, like nice leader, you know. Not going to do anything dumb. Um, you know, if AJ Brown or you know Devonte Smith miss a couple weeks, he can definitely fill in for that. But he's not, you know, like a long term solution, right? But yeah, but the Bayard pickup is big because, like you said, like they they needed some help on the back end. Uh, Darius Slay is like thirty now, thirty one, and that's usually when corners kind of start to fall off. So having Bay- bringing Bayard in, you know, to help out with with some over the top coverage is going to be really good for them. Um, and you got young talent like Eli Ricks making the the last play of the game last weekend, and he's, you know, was a great player at LSU. He and went undrafted. Fell off yeah, yeah, like, which is how wild. They, he was so get, good. Yeah, and that's just that's frustrating. You know, not being an Eagles fan, and they've got but, they've got so many dudes just on that. They're they're so talented. Like it is ridiculous. Javon Carter, the best player in the draft. Fell to number nine, which is just, you know, so so fitting for the Eagles, right? Uh, yeah. n- nothing can go wrong unless they're playing Pat, uh, Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, who who did the uh, who did the Raven Raven or the Raiders get? Uh, what's his name? The D end. Oh, the guy out of uh, Texas Tech. Yeah, they took him yeah, with I like mean, the seventh pick. They yeah, could have gotten. That's, yeah, I. It's that's not talked about man. enough. Well, it's because it's the Raiders, and they aren't that great this year. Um, speaking of which, how about playing Josh Hoyer, 40-year-old backup quarterback over Aiden O'Connell, your fourth-round draft pick from this year? I think it's – McDaniels has got to – I mean, he's, he's got to he, go. He's, he's, not a, he's not a head coach. He's just he's a great number two. He's not right. a number one. Him, him and Staley. Fire them both. Fire them both. Yeah. But, yeah, and bring back freaking the guy that uh, – the special teams coordinator for the Packers that was their interim that everybody loved over there. I can't think of his name. Um, he, he was the interim when John Gruden left. Um, shoot, names names leave me right now. But um, you know who I'm talking about. I am. I'm going to see if I can find it. Uh, Rich, geez, I'm going to butcher this. Pisaccia. Thank you. I was going to butcher that so bad. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Um, let's move on. College football, top teams. Who do you think is going to be the final four? And, you know, when I sat down to make this list of who I thought the last four teams would be, I was like, oh, this is easy. And I was like, wait, there's like seven teams, you know? 
which is going to be fun. So when you, when you did your your best teams, how many did you do? I did I did the playoff team. I did four teams. Okay. That's all I did. So we can go back and forth here. So I've got Georgia. Oh, surprise. You don't have Georgia. No, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, you were no. being sarcastic. I was like, what no, do you no. mean? Uh, so, yeah, I've, I've had Georgia. I mean, they it is – they've definitely taken a step down, it seems like. But I don't know, man. I just, nobody in the SEC is going to touch them out. Here's think. my thing. I think they just play to the level of their competition because the one game, right, they were set to play Kentucky. Everybody was like, hey, Kentucky could win. And then they beat them 51 to 13. Okay. I think they yeah. just play to the level of their competition. And then when they need to get up for games, they do, which is dangerous, right? Like, that's how you get upset, all that fun stuff. But they're just, they're so much better than everybody else, man. Like, Georgia's yeah. the best team in the country. I'm not moving off of that. Really? Okay. Okay. Um, so you, you have Georgia as well, then? Georgia. Yep. Yep. And then I've, I've got Michigan. Yep, same, okay. same with me. All right, I think, and then it's the last two spots. That's what gets interesting. Yeah. So I, I've got uh, – I put Oklahoma in, and I put Oregon in. Okay, okay. I love it. I love it. I, Do you really? I okay. Have, I, have, I have OU and I have Florida State. And the thing is, personally, I think Texas is better than OU. I think they played a terrible game. But with Ken, Quinn Ewers being out now, um, I don't think they're going to beat OU. I don't. I don't really think OU is that great. But um, the defense is then, good. That's, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, best yeah, defense they've had think, in a decade. Which part of that is because you know, looking yeah, I don't think Dylan right Gabriel's. Coach, but. Yeah, I don't think Dylan. I don't think the offense is quite. You know, I think they get drilled by Georgia or Michigan when they make the playoff. Okay. Um, and then Florida State, I don't think Florida State is a top four team. I think they just make the playoff. That's the thing. Because they don't play anybody. Well, I just I well, there's there's like there's seven teams who, who who can make it in, right? Georgia, Michigan, Oregon, Oklahoma, Texas, Washington, and Florida State. And mm-hmm. I just I, I didn't know how to like decipher through who was gonna get in because you're right, like Georgia should win out. Um they should be uh, Alabama in the SEC championship game. Michigan should win out. I think they're way better than Penn State and Ohio State just because their their quarterback is so much better. Um, and that I, I think Oregon beats Washington in in the Pac-12 championship game. Obviously, if Washington wins, then then they're definitely in. Um, and then with Oklahoma, like I don't think they're going to lose again. You mentioned the the Ewers injury. Um, but then again, like it is Sark uh, and. Isn't Arch Manning the backup? Uh, Malik, Malik Murphy. It's not okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. We'll we'll see what happens there. Like it is Sark. You know he's got plenty of quarterbacks, right? Um, and so we'll we'll see what ha- I just. This is the most parody I think we. This is the first year I've been like we need to have more than four teams in the playoff. Every other year I think the four has been really easy to figure out. This is the first year I'm like, geez, like it'd be nice if we had eight. You know, yeah, not twelve oh, yeah. though. And that's too many, but that's beside the point. Yeah, I think eight would be perfect this year. I know, and the thing is, I think Oregon, I think the four best teams. I think it's Georgia, Michigan, Texas, Oregon. Those are my four best teams. I just don't think Texas and Oregon are going to make it because I think OU wins out without a healthy Quinn. 
Um, and then Florida State, I don't think they lose. I think the Pac-12 or the Pac-10 just, you know, kills each other. Like, you know, they don't – somebody's going to go – I don't. I think Oregon beats Washington in the championship game. Um, so, I don't think I, – I, and none of them are going to be undefeated. You can't put a one-loss Oregon or one-loss Washington over a f- undefeated Florida State or undefeated OU. Yeah. Well, the thing – so, Florida State, they got to play Wake Forest. They, that, that should be a win. They have to play Pittsburgh. That should be a win. They got to play Miami. That could be tough, but Florida State should win. North Alabama and then Florida, uh, which yeah. they should win all those. But if they play North Carolina in the ACC championship game, that is a game that they could lose. But outside of that, that's that's about it. Yeah, I agree. Because I mean, they've already beat they've already beat Duke. They've already beat Clemson. You know the re- regular season form super cake, but I mean I don't know man. Like, at- they 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 beat LSU. They crushed LSU. Duke is a good team. Um, do they play Louisville? They may not have, but like they've they've got some decent wins where like if they go undefeated and they get in, I'm like you know what, I don't mind it. Also, yeah. beating Clemson on the road is not easy. So no, I hundred percent, hundred percent. Like that's but- that's impressive. So we'll 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 see what ends up happening. Yeah, and I mean you got to think though. Washington still has to play at USC, Utah, at Oregon State, and then Washington State. Oregon has to play at Utah, USC, and still Oregon State. So, I mean, both of those teams. I, I don't, I don't know if I don't think Washington gets it through the regular season without losing one of those games. I think, and you could definitely oh, see man. Oregon losing Washington's at Utah. Washington's so good. Yeah, yeah. Washington's so good. And, but. but. And then Texas still has to play K State and at Iowa State without Quinn Ewers. So I, I think Malik Murphy is going to do good, but playing at Iowa State, uh, even though they're not good, Coach that's, Campbell, that's kind of a slip. yeah. Matt Campbell, watch out! <laughs> the guy who refuses to leave Iowa State, which I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. Well, think about if you have an 18 playoff this year, you have your four that you predicted, and then you could put in. Florida State, um, Texas, Ohio State, Washington, if you want. So that's an 18 playoff that really, you know, I think that would be an awesome eight. That's yeah. the first time you could see an awesome eight being in there. Are you are you a fan of the 12-team playoff? Um, I think it's too many. I think, I think eight is a good number. I think 12 is too much because Penn State, I don't know, what's, who's – I think 11 right now is Oregon State. Yeah. I've got it right here. Ole Miss is 12. Oregon State's 11. <laughs> Penn State 10. Alabama's 9. Oregon 8. Texas 7. Oklahoma 6. Washington at 5. Florida State at 4. Ohio State at 3. Michigan at 2. And then Georgia is at 1. And look, I'm sorry. I don't care to watch Ole Miss play play uh, Washington. And I don't care to see the winner of that game play. Well, I don't know if they would reseed or not. But basically, like... I don't care to see teams with three losses. Teams that have lost a quarter of their games have a chance to win the national title. I don't. I don't think that that should happen. I think it should be six, one and two seeds. They get a bye. Yep. Yep. I I agree. I like that. Um, I, I could. Uh, you know, I think I think you can throw in a two and six team in that playoff though, and I think they really compete. So, not saying what two and sixteen, but you know, I, I still think they get a new OC. You know, I, I think they'll compete. You know, the rumor is, actually, no, not rumor. This is fact. Did you know that Sam Pittman is second all time 
in Arkansas Razorback football history in moral victories? Did you know that? Who's number one? Uh, Chad Morris. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 You know, it's a tough time right now. Tough time for us. It's all right. You know, we, uh, okay. We didn't, we didn't have this in the script, so we don't Since have to you brought it up, no, no, no. I, I was going to ask you at some point anyway. Real quick, and then we can move on to baseball, and we can uh, we can wrap it up. Would you fire Pittman? I think, you know, I'm biased because I really like him a lot. He he took us out of the out of you know the worst we've ever been. Um, I think you got to give him one more year, uh, even though. I can see why you fire him, but personally, I wouldn't. Um, I think, especially with the way the defense is playing right now, you know, I'd give him another year, but um, I don't know. I, I I could see both sides. I give him another year, though. So, if they want to give him another year, that's fine. But I think that we have seen what the cycle is going to be as long as Sam Pittman is the head coach of Arkansas. It's all about the coordinators. And he doesn't have any sort of staple that we know, hey, because Sam Pittman is our head coach, this is going to be good. The idea was the offensive line is going to be good because we have Sam Pittman, and that hasn't been the case. Um, and so, I don't know. I There's there's two names um, that I would hire. I would fire Sam Pittman if I could hire one of these two people. I would fire Sam Pittman if I could hire Jeff uh, Lebby. The, the Oklahoma uh, offensive coordinator was previously at Ole Miss with uh, Lane Kiffin. Or if I could hire Willie Fritz, who's the head coach at Tulane. If I could hire one of those two guys, I'd fire Pittman yesterday. Yeah. I, so I like Jeff Lebby. I, I would replace Willie Fritz with – I like Trailer from UTSA, Arkansas Ties. Yeah. Um, can recruit the state of Texas. Got a lot of connections there. I don't like Fritz because, man, he's sixty-five. Um, that's fair. You know, that's what. What do you get out of him? You know, five years maybe, or like, not many people coach until they're seventy. And you know, I think it's hard for him to. I don't. I don't know. I think I'd like somebody younger in there. That that's fair. Like a proven trailer. Um, I don't really like the Tom Herman. Um, I mean, the Tom I, I Herman think that's stuff. Yeah, I agree. Gus Malzahn, unrealistic. I don't think that's happening. I don't happening. want Gus Malzahn. No, 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 no. I mean, that that, that, bit, that bridge has been burned for years. I don't yeah. think that's, that's no way. But no way. we'll say for, for Pitts, you know, giving him a little bit here, KJ's not playing well. You can't. Well, that's because of Daniels. I know he has, no, he has no confidence, no line, you know, but, you know, to miss the wide open Ty Washington first, play, first drive for yeah. a touchdown – bounce it to him and you're 10 yards away from him. That's, and he's statistically top two quarterback in the history of Arkansas. You can't bench him and play Criswell. You kind of have to play him. You do. Um, even though I think he's gone after this year. Um, I don't know. It's, it's tough. It, it Sam's too loyal to him, which is a reason why I love him. So. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Unprecedented Arkansas Razorback talk. Love it. Okay. <laughs> The World Series is going on. I haven't talked to baseball on this podcast in forever, uh, partially because talking baseball by yourself is really hard. <laughs> you got to have someone to do it with. And Diamondbacks Rangers, 
who would have thought when the Diamondbacks went like 7-24 and in like the middle of the season that they would even make the playoffs? Okay, the Rangers were awful during after the All-Star break, and we look up, and they're playing in the World Series. And I got to be honest, I have no idea how the Rangers are here, given how awful their bullpen is. I, I, I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't believe this. I'm also a little salty. I wanted to see the Phillies do it because uh, Bryce Harper deserves a World Series ring. He does. He does. He's he's changed so much, man. He's he's hard not to root for now. Just he was hard to root for at the beginning because he was so arrogant, but now, I mean, he's really changed, humbled himself. What a surprise! A twenty-something year, like like a twenty-one-year-old. <laughs> Is one of the best hitters in the world, and and he's not humble. Like what? What a what a surprise! Yeah, yeah. We would be humble if we were nineteen and the best hitter in the MLB. That's right. That's exactly right. No, I, I don't know. I think. I mean, who do you have? Who do you who do you have out of the Rangers D backs? Um, I don't know. This is what I've this is what I've I've written down. Um. If the Rangers' bullpen is halfway decent, I think that they'll win. Uh, they've got really good starting pitching. they got a lot of guys who can swing it. The issue is the bullpen. Meanwhile, Diamondbacks, their bullpen's been really solid. Um, oh, what's his, you know, they've got uh, – the, I'm really blanking on names right now. I should have written names down. This is this is Seawald, Seawald's their closer. Well, in, in terms of their starters, they've got two guys who have been awesome, and then Brandon – Jeez, uh, Pifade or whatever last yeah, night. Th- thank you. Yeah, that's it. He's been really good d- through the playoffs. I think that for the Diamondbacks, though, if they're going to win, Christian Walker has to be better. Like thirty home runs, a hundred RBI d- during the regular season, and he's three for twenty-eight in the playoffs. Like that's that yeah, he, that can't happen. So, totally agree. Totally agree. I mean, I, I think. I love Merrill Kelly at the front, or I love Zach Gallon at the front of that, you know, rotation. Merrill Kelly behind him, but and then Seawald closing it out. I think they've D-backs have a really solid pitching staff, um, especially for a postseason. Um, I mean, but then again, the Rangers. I like Yavaldi, Scherzer, Montgomery. I think it's going to come down to if the Rangers can, you know, manage the run game of the D-backs because the D-backs are. Fast, oh my god! They they're fun, man. They've got one yeah. of the best young outfields in the game, right? I yeah. mean, um, oh, what's uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? Uh, the center fielder, the, the lefty, Corbin, not Corbin Carroll, but it's um, it's Carroll, not Alec Thomas. I'm talking about Cor- Corbin Carroll. Excuse me. Thank okay, you. he's awesome. Love his game. Uh, the only thing I don't like about this young Diamondbacks outfield is that it's so good that our guy Dominic Fletcher is, isn't getting to play, and he's awesome too. They've got like four really good young outfielders. Um, oh, I know. I'm excited though. Like, this is the first time in seven years the Dodgers or the Astros have not played in the World Series. The variety is so nice. Um, I'm I'm gonna take the Rangers. Just because at some point Araldus Chapman has to figure it out again, um, banking on banking on Araldus Chapman. We know how great he was the last time he pitched in the World Series, right? So let's uh, yeah. let's let's let's, uh, let's 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 hitch our wagon to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll I'll go the separate way. I'll take I'm gonna take the D backs. Um, 
I kind of I want the Rangers to win, but I think the D-backs are hot right now. Um, hard to beat a hot young team that, you know, runs the base as well. And uh, I don't think that's one thing kind of – I feel like the Rangers haven't handled the run game very well of any team they've played, but they haven't played like a D-backs or yeah. um, like a – Jonah Heim's got to be good behind the dish if they're going to Yeah, yeah. They they kind of ran all over JT Romuto, which was very surprising to me. Um, that's a lot he's of that the best the catcher in the league, and it did not matter. Yeah, no, I know. And then, I mean, like you said, I was mad that the D-backs didn't have Dominique Fletcher up, but you've got Guriel, Alec Thomas, and Corbin Carroll, who are all studs, young studs, and I, I kind of see why now. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. So yeah, you got the Diamondbacks. I've got the Rangers. Got to be honest. Don't like my chances here. Um, but we'll see. I don't we'll like see. my chances. We can switch. We can switch. I don't <laughs> like my chance. Fine. <laughs> Dude, thank oh. you so much for taking, you know, 45 minutes out of your day to, to do this. It's been awesome. Uh, got to bring you back on. Uh, got to get ZG back on here, too. His schedule just doesn't seem to work with mine, though. But Yeah, you know, you know how ZG. He's, he's, he's a busy he's guy, old. man. Yeah, he's, he's you know, a busy he's guy. Full-time employee and then part-time on the grapevine, busy right now. So, you know, it, it's – and then also vegan on the side. You know, that, that doesn't that doesn't allow you to he's vegan now? give you a lot of options there. No, no, he was. I, oh. I give him a hard time. About <laughs> I was like, so, what? <laughs> you know, he's he, he'll be listening. So, you know, he'll, I'm sure we'll get a text about oh, it. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Well, thank you thank again, you, man. Thank you, Oh, like I said, always great to, to have you on. Um, we'll, we'll have to do this again, probably after the, the Rangers win the World Series, right? Oh, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, that's good because I have the Rangers. You have the D-backs now. Oh, oh, we switched. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Works for oh, me. Yeah. All right, bud. Thank you so much. Uh, I, 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 I really appreciate it. Uh, that's going to do it here at Shooting the Schmidt. Thank you guys so much for listening. I know this podcast was a little bit longer than than the other ones. Uh, I'll be back again on Friday with another episode, though. Just looking forward to, to, to all the football going on this weekend. I will talk to you all on Friday.